Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. We'd love for you to visit us at www.pbw.com. Wealthy Sisters, where we celebrate the lives of six and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, it is to inspire and to encourage you, the listening audience. And second, it is to edify, promote, and acknowledge, or just to say thank you in a big way to our sisters for doing great things and setting awesome examples for us. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Today is another fabulous Monday, November the 23rd, 2009, and we are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so please go and spread the word. Today's show is going to be another great one. Our topic today is gratitude, and we have an exceptionally extraordinary woman that epitomizes the whole meaning of gratitude, Ms. Dawn Mitchell. Listen to her bio. Faith, she says, is your spiritual wealth. About five years ago, she quit her corporate job. Yep, now I'm going to warn you all, this is not for all, for, all, for the faint at heart. Now, you want to listen, tune in now. Not telling anybody to go out there, quit the job today or anything. It takes It takes a lot, and we're going to talk about that today, but listen to her bio. Yes, one day she walked in and handed her boss a letter of resignation. She had just bought a house, just bought a car, and had no money saved in the bank. In fact, she had no plan at all. So what in the world was she doing and why? She was obediently listening to the leading of the Holy Spirit, moving on faith, and walking into a destiny that she never dreamed possible. Meet Dawn Mitchell, a writer, teacher, and social entrepreneur who has a passion for encouraging and inspiring visionaries to reach an even higher level of spiritual greatness. Her incredible personal walk of faith illustrates how obedience, and the willingness to surrender to all to God can lead to a life of light, destiny, and purpose. As founder of Dawn's Angel Wish Network, Dawn connects people that are in need with the people's organizations that possesses the resources necessary to meet the need. Since 2006, this global resource has operated as a spiritual ad- adhesive that binds people together in service, fostering a spirit of love and giving. She is also co-founder of the newly launched Angels Coalition, a worldwide effort created to help restore peace and love to the distressed communities throughout uh, utilizing visual imagery that injures faith and hope. We are so excited today to have this awesome lady on with us. 
After we come back from our commercial, you will hear from none other than Ms. Dawn Mitchell of Dawn's Angel Wish Network. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, yes, we are back live on Wealthy Sisters. And again, I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host today. We are broadcasting live, as we said, from Washington, D.C. And we have one of the most remarkable women on our show today, Ms. Dawn Mitchell of Dawn's Angel Wish Network. Are you there, Dawn? Yes, I am. Well, hello. (laughs) Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Thank you, Deborah. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your show today. Thank you. Well, we are. Well, thank you. We're so glad to have you. We want to ask you if you can uh, speak a little louder. We don't want our listeners to miss any of those awesome words that we know you're going to share with us today. I'd just like to also thank you for helping us kick off this week of Thanksgiving and this season of, of taking the time to be grateful for so many things we all have been blessed for. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, I had the honor and privilege of uh, speaking at a luncheon the other day, and the topic, again, was being grateful in this season. Mm -hmm. And as I spoke to the women, I put my own spin on the word grateful. Mm -hmm. And as we go into this season, I wanted to change the word from grateful, G-R-A-T-E, to being G R E A T full. That's right. So going right. from to being G R E A T full in this season. So That's right. uh, we talked about what does it really mean to be great? And I define it, Deborah, as living in your purpose and not settling yourself with God to know what you are created to do. That is how well, I define grateful. Grateful. That's, that's powerful. I love it, being grateful. We're full of a lot of things that have happened to our, us in our lives that are great and shall continue to happen to us. I love that, the way you built that. that. That's just a perfect segue into some of the questions that we want to ask you today. You know, this this was a, a major, major thing, a major decision that you made, a step of faith, a huge leap um, that you did, and, 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 and I know we're going to talk about the action piece of it today, too, um, but how in the world, you know, where did you, 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 you get the courage and and what, you know, what steps did you take to actually do what you did to step out there on faith and to walk in there and leave your resignation when you had just bought a house and just bought a car, you know, and, and didn't have any money saved up? Well, Deborah, I got to tell you, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not, it was not easy. Um, I grew up, um, like, like many of your listeners, I, I grew up in a small town. I come from a single parent household, and mm-hmm. um, and I was I followed the recipe 
you know, that we were, we are, most of us are conditioned to follow. I was told to go to school, you know, get a good, get a good job. Right. (laughs) Be a productive citizen. So that's what I did. You know, I went to, I went to college. Um, I went to Ohio University. I received my degree in business administration. Um, And then uh, several years following that, I went back to school again and got a master's mm-hmm. degree in, in public administration. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I went into, uh, I ended up going into corporate America um, and uh, obtaining a job, a good job with a Fortune 100 company. And during that time, though, I, you know, I took this job and I said, okay, this is a great job. I mean, my job was to be the the community person. So, uh-huh. you know, um, my job was to go out and we would get uh, money from our foundation, the foundation of this Fortune 100 company, and they would give us money for our business unit. And my mm-hmm. job was to go out in the community to figure out which organizations would get our community mon- money. So I had a, a great job networking with people and, and um, finding out what the needs were in the community. And although I love my job, I work with awesome people, Mm -hmm. I just did not feel fulfilled in my spirit. Like I always felt like I could could be doing more or that I was greater. Mm -hmm. I was greater Mm -hmm. than this. And Mm -hmm. after a while, Deborah, it felt like, when I would go into my office, and I bet a lot of your listeners can relate to this, that gray cube just kept getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> it's smaller. Not the gray I mean, cube. The gray cube, Deborah. The gray cube. And I know a lot of your listeners work in a gray cube, and they can relate to what I'm saying. So after a while, it became it became unbearable, and, and I would I would always pray, God, what do uh-huh. you want me to do because I know that I cannot make any move whatsoever without mm-hmm. hearing from you. Okay, mm-hmm. now now I did know that I mm-hmm. cannot make any move without hearing um, mm-hmm. from the voice of of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would always pray, God, just just show me, show me what it is you want me to do. And so He did. Um, he spoke to my spirit one day, and he said, and "After I worked for this job, worked for this job like three, maybe four years, mm-hmm. and it came to me just as clear as can be. I want you to write up your resignation letter." And God even told me, He said, "Put, put, put the end of May." Date your letter for the end of May. Now, this at this time, it was the end of April. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, okay. I said, okay. okay. <laughs> you say you about to say, you got to be tripping. <laughs> I mean, I know what I pray for and everything. I know that I always prayed I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to do other things. I know. Okay, uh-huh. but, but are you sure you want me to turn this resignation letter in? Now, you just blessed me with a house. <laughs> A car, and you know my bank account is not the fattest. Okay. <laughs> and what so, people gonna say? Your mama well, them gonna say this child crazy. What is mama them gonna say? 
everybody is going to think I am off my rocker. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. once I prayed and I talked to some key people also, you know, I received some wise counseling from people that I that I trust, and they just said, you know, you cannot ignore the voice of God. Mm-mm. You have got to be obedient to that. So I wrote my letter up, and it and on the day when it was time for me to turn that letter in, Deborah, it was a long walk to the boss's office. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> So I went and I turned this letter in, but at the same time I said, God, why do you want me to give one month notice versus uh-huh. the standard two week notice? Uh-huh. And um and I didn't know the answer to to that until later. So I went and I turned the, the letter in and I gave it to my boss and I did not I did not lie. I told her the reason I said, God is calling me to do something else. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I am stepping out on faith, and I am just going to trust. And it is with that that I turned this letter in. Mm. And she, she, she was very supportive. And um, but here's the thing. Now. You all worked in 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 a corporate America or in an organization or have had jobs and, and you know how it is around the office, mm-hmm. the telephone game. Mhm, mhm. It's just like the telephone game. It takes a minute for the story to circulate. Mhm, mhm. So I had to give my job a month's notice because the story needed to circulate. Okay. And so. When people started finding out that I was leaving and why, it became uh, a blessing. It became, okay. I mean, I would, uh, people started coming up to me at various times crying, saying, I heard about your faith. You're encouraging me to, to go after my dream." Right. Well, I'd be walking down the hall, and executives would be pulling me in the conference room saying, I heard about your relationship with God. How can I get a relationship like that? Wow. And so it became God used it to minister to people in that environment, Deborah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it became, um, it was really an awesome, awesome thing. So on my last day, they gave me a party, a little surprise party, and um, all the people from the, all the friends that I had made throughout the company were in this room. And I sat in the middle of this room, and the Holy Spirit just took over me. I really don't remember everything I said exactly, but I know that I told them um, about God and that I was, I said, I want you to hear from, from me you know, why I am leaving and I am following the voice of God and I'm being obedient to, to the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, that was uh, that was uh, five years ago. And I still talk to people from that company mm-hmm. who were affected by that, that incident, by that, wow. by that testimony. Wow. So, well, listen, that's, that, that, that is, 
Whew, that is that is just an awesome story. And uh, what we want to do, we're going to take a quick break. I want, when we come back, I want you to explain to everyone, you know, what you actually did. And, and we want to know, have you been out begging for feed? Have you been out begging for bread since you made that leap of faith? Because we know that there is a lot of fear involved in uh, in stepping out and doing and living our passion. Because, like you said earlier, the way we've been programmed or deprogrammed to think. So it's all about living uh, our purpose and what we're supposed to be doing. So with all that, we're going to come right back. We want to know, have you been hungry? <laughs> have you been missing out? And have you been homeless? The whole one second, we'll be right back with our special guest today, Ms. Dawn Mitchell of Dawn's Angel Wish Network. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day? I have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month and take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Yes, we're live and back with our awesome guest today, Ms. Dawn Mitchell, who just shared a powerful testimony of stepping out on faith, uh, turning in her resignation, and now, you know, she's been gone for five years, and we just want to know, Dawn, have you been sitting home, or what What, what have you been in the corner? Because, you know, I think a lot of times, I, I can sound kind of hard sometimes, but sometimes my brothers and sisters in the faith, we, we are listening, and we're hearing from God, and then we, we go in, and we sit down, and, and we were waiting, but he's already Already done it, and uh, but he's waiting on us to put that action <laughs> with it. So there's a key element we want to definitely bring out today: taking action and not just sitting home, just sitting in the corner praying. So uh, right. is that what you did? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I got busy. I got busy. Okay. Say that again. Say that again, please. One more time, because I don't want them saying they listen to wealthy sisters. The wealthy sisters say you sit back. No, (laughs) you got busy. I got busy, but but you know what? The key to getting busy is not Mm -hmm. operating out of fear and panic, because Uh you know a lot of times we say, okay, okay, now here I am, and, 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 and in order to feel worthy, in order to feel like I've done something today, I've got to do a hundred things, I've got to make, I've got to call this person, and oh, I'm going to run here. The key to uh-huh. getting busy, Deborah, uh-huh. is to listen to the voice of God and and listen to what he tells you to do. Uh-huh, you, uh-huh. you in your own mind might be putting together this laundry list of a thousand things to do in order to make yourself feel like you've done something, but God uh-huh. wants you to do one thing. So now I'm going to go back a little bit. Now, my job when I worked at the Fortune 100 company was to go out in the community. One okay. of my favorite things when I had that job was uh, going and, and, and handing out the checks. You know, it made me feel like Oprah. 
<laughs> you know, to be able to head out the chair. I know that's right. You know, they love they love to see me coming, Deborah. They love to see me coming. So I love that, right? <laughs> and um, but I love to do that. And but I would always say, wow, you know, these people that are getting this money, getting our money, you know, seems like some of these organizations have money already. And I would always say, God, you know, when, when you break me out. And I and I'm on my own. I'm gonna. I know you're gonna give me a million dollars. And when you give me a million dollars, I'm going to help the the people that that I think really really need it. Okay, mm-hmm. now that's that's the backdrop. That's the backdrop. That's what I would always mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So when I when I left the job, one of the initial things that I was directed to do in spirit, it was to sign up with a temp agency. Now okay. let me tell you something. Okay. I didn't want to do that. Okay. Do okay. You think that I just left my good job in corporate America with benefits. Have, with benefits. <laughs> I got a lot of pride issues though at this time in my life. A lot of pride issues. So I'm saying Uh-oh. I got a master's degree. Uh oh. You want me to go and answer somebody's phone? <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen to that. Listen to that pride. Oh, man. I was, I mean, I really did not want to do that. And I remember uh, talking with my sister, and I told her, I said, you know, I've been in prayer, and God wants me to sign up with this temp agency. I said, I don't want to do it. Oh, she went up one side of me and down the other and Mm. said, you know what? Let's get back on track here. God Mm -hmm. is me you this directive. You, You have to. You have mm-hmm. to, you don't have the right you don't have the right not to do it. So mm-hmm. I did it. I signed up, Deborah. And they called me and I had I um I received my first assignment. And you should have seen me on that first day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that assignment. I I pulled into the parking lot of this company and it was a long walk from my car to this uh the the office that I was supposed to report to. And my shoulders was down. My head was down. I was mad. And I was like, God, I can't believe you got me walking up here and doing this. And you got me doing this. But during that long walk, you know, I started I started feeling a little bit better. My head started raising up a little bit. My shoulders were starting to get a little bit straighter. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. I'm only going to be here two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have fun. Right. And I'm just going to be obedient to what God told me to do. So I went into the uh, to this office, and, of course, yes, my job was to answer the phone. And, and, but I and that's fun. the best I'm job gonna... in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Because you make connections. <laughs> you don't know who's on the other end of that line there. <laughs> that's exactly uh-huh. That's exactly right, Deborah. Mm-hmm. The, for that entire time that I was there, I decided I was going to have fun. I was going to I was going to talk to the people and, and and meet the people and laugh, and, and that's what I did. And mm-hmm. at the end of the two weeks, then God spoke to my heart and said, "Okay, now I want you to write up. I want you to tell them who you really are and what you really do and all your skills and give that mm-hmm. to the boss." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And so they said, okay, that they took that. I said, you know, if anywhere down the line you might need something, you know, let me know. And so they said, okay, we'll keep that on file. Well, what ended up happening was, actually, they loved me. They asked me if I wanted a job at their company. And I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, that, I, I know I'm free. not all here. Yeah. Right. I, mm-hmm. But they wanted me to stay there. But after I left the assignment, they called me. And mm-hmm. they said, uh, we, uh, we have something going on in Maui, Hawaii, and we want to know if you want to come with us. Uh-oh. Now, what? <laughs> After two weeks. <laughs> no. You know, so I ended up with an awesome opportunity that came out of that, out of that temporary assignment. Now, here's wow. the point of all this. Here's the point wow. of all this. What I learned about temping is that it was an opportunity to go into companies, to network with the people, to learn mm-hmm. about the movers and shakers, to learn about the companies, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to make friends and build relationships. Uh-huh. And, to, and, and God was blessing me with opportunities through these companies. So, uh-huh. so temping became a way to build up. An incredible mm-hmm. network. Okay? And is that how you birthed the Dawn's Angel yes. Witch Network? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. So wow. After, so what I didn't know is God was planning something in me, and mm-hmm. this is the way he was doing it. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't tempting. It was being paid to go in network. Right. So one night I woke up. I mean, God woke me up in the middle of the night, Deborah. I mean, it was as if someone stuck me with a pen. And he says to me, hey, you know how you were always asking for a million dollars? I say, yeah, yeah. you going to give it to me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> No, you don't have a million dollars. But what you do have is a million dollars in connections. Mm-hmm. And I want you to use those connections to help other people. Mm-hmm. And I want you to do it just like this. Mm-hmm. I want you to find people out in the community, in your travels, in your meetings that have needs. If you listen, everybody has a need. Mm-hmm. Find mm-hmm. those people. Take those needs. Write those needs up creatively. Put them. Put those needs outward, out there to, to your network. Broadcast the needs to your network and ask those people, to meet those needs. And that is the way Dawn's Angel Wish Network was born. Wow. So I, how long how long was it when you when you you left your job, you you temping, you made this trip to Hawaii, you started putting all this together, the connections. How long was it before um I guess from that time frame that you really began to start doing and building your your company? It took about I would say it took about a little bit over two years mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. I kind of started connecting the dots. Because after that okay. first tip assignment, you know, I went to other assignments. And after mm-hmm. a while, I, I, you know, when the agency would call, i say, hey, <laughs> right. goes, oh, where do you want me to go next? And right, so I, right. I be- began to love it. And, 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 and I began to um, be sent to, to companies all over the place. Okay. So it okay. Took, it took a couple of years for the dots to totally connect, 
And okay. um, but I didn't I didn't waste time when God told me this is how I want you to put it together, and okay. this is how I want you to help people in this way. Wow. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, I tell you, our phones are jam-packed. The, the chat room, they got questions. We got people that want to ask questions of you. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and um, we're going to open the lines up. You Please feel free to dial in uh, if you have any questions of Dawn and how uh, she actually stepped out. And then we want to learn more about how the actual network works. And I want to talk more about this Angel Coalition as well. So you can dial 347-838-9278. Again, that's 347-838-9278. And we'll be right back with our special guest today, Ms. Dawn Mitchell. Deborah Hartnett International. Helping you design your future. We are business development consultants. Your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Yes, we are back live with our special guest today, Ms. Dawn Mitchell of Dawn's Angel Wish Network. We have a couple of callers on the line who want to uh, ask a few questions here. We'll go ahead and take one question from our caller. It looks like this is the Baltimore area. Uh, hello. State your name and say where you're calling from. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. How are you today? Where are you calling from? Awesome. This is Sean Spencer. I'm so excited to get on the call. Calling from Baltimore, Maryland. So proud of you. This is so awesome. Thank you, Sister Dawn, for getting on here and giving your testimony. I know it sounds like a business moment, but this is such a blessing. And what I'd like to to tell you what I gained from what you shared and then ask a question is that it wasn't just obedience, but it was also allowing God to use you and really just yielding to what it is that he led for you. And that's one of the things that I'm always um, hoping to do in my business and in my goings. And so I, what I'd like you to share is maybe some of your um, spiritual background, if you will, or what, what really led you to be willing to listen. Because I think what Deborah said is one of the challenges that I have, is that I see excellence in people as a leader. I see people needing to move. But we've been so stuck in not moving and not doing what kind of, what kind of, I guess, background or experience that you have that allows you to be so obedient, especially with a master's degree, because my mother thinks I'm crazy, too. Um, <laughs> you know, fool to think one way. So what are some of the things you feel led to you being able to think outside of the box? My gosh, that's so unusual right about now. <laughs> thank you for calling in, Sean. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for that question. I appreciate that. Um, well, I grew up in a Baptist church. Um, and then, well, yeah, well, <laughs> grew up that way. Um, I got saved when I was about eight years old, and then I think maybe when I was around twelve years old, we went to we started going to a non-denominational church. So I, I grew up as a Christian, but you know what? I started feeling 
boxed in, even mm. even in that environment. Mm. And I started uh, asking God questions. You know, if uh, you know, I just started just asking him questions. Is this is this really true, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, I just started feeling boxed in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what God started to do with me is he started sending me people who were very spiritual but didn't mm-hmm. put labels on themselves. Come on. So I was, okay. I was allowed to 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 glean off of people that were spiritual but not religious. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So those people became my mentors and mm-hmm. they started sharing different books with me. So, mm-hmm. you know, as I was going to, I would still go to church. I was very, you know, faithful to that. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I started reading more and more. And, and mm-hmm. I would read certain things, and mm-hmm. then I would compare. And it would cause me to ask, ask God questions. And mm-hmm. God started showing me the answers myself. Until, mm-hmm. you remember I was telling you about how I was feeling uh, when I was in the Grey Cube at Alcoa? Yes. I'm yes. sorry, I, I didn't mean to say the name of it. Oh, oh, we didn't hear it. That's okay. It's okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's I started all right. Feeling the, I started feeling boxed in. I started feeling boxed in, mm-hmm. even sitting in the in my church. Yeah, I know. And I mm-hmm. and I I needed to break out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God actually spoke to my heart, and uh, I ended up even even leaving my family church and breaking mm-hmm. out and I went through a period of time where um I had to be almost deconditioned and reconditioned if that makes sense mm-hmm. I started reading more praying more I started getting into meditation and I started mm-hmm. being able to connect with my spirit and I think a lot of times um meditation is not taught to us to in our in our churches, Get, connecting mm-hmm. connecting to God, um, yourself, getting in touch with that inner being, learning how to hear from Him. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last that. week. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about the importance of that confidence and and knowing um, that 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 uh, the confidence lies in trusting our instinct and trusting, which mm-hmm. is I believe is our our uh, spiritual connection with spirit. Uh, with God, or what, like you said, with whatever the labels we put on it, but um, being able to trust, and that's that's confidence right there um, that you were able to to, uh, to step out there and do that. So now tell us. I know we have a lot of people that want to know how uh, does your angel network work, and um, we also want to get into the coalition uh, piece as well. So let's say here I am. I'm someone in need, or uh, I'm someone that. Uh, wants to fulfill a need. How do how how do you connect us um, to 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 make this come come to pass? Well, what I do is every month mm-hmm. I am led because I, I listen to the voice of God, and mm-hmm. I am led to a community need or uh, an individual uh, need. Mm-hmm. I find that need, and mm-hmm. I take the need. And I write it up creatively, and I put it out via my network to my network angels. Now, I define angels as 
the people who who I have met, my network. Mm-hmm. So if I have your email address, you are my mm-hmm. angel. Okay. I take the need and I send it out to my network angels. Okay. And I request that my angels respond to the need in one of three ways. One, they could donate to the need if it requires a donation. Two, they could provide information to meet the need. Information is just like money, okay? So they could provide Mm -hmm. information to meet the need. Or Mm -hmm. three, they could take the need and put it out to their own network as long as the need gets met. So every month we find the need. For example, um, this time last year, December, we found a lady who had just, who was about to be evicted from her home, had just lost her job. She had two kids. Um, transportation just gave out, really fell on hard times. We, I found that need, took that need, wrote the need up, put it out to the angels. We were able to keep this person from being evicted. We were able to provide her with job leads. We were able to provide her with enough food for months, and we were able to give her a fresh start. We meet immediate need. So every month it could be something different. Um, for example, one month the, uh, the need was I found an elderly lady that had, that is, uh, had been confined. She's in a nursing home. But she mm-hmm. just found out that she was going to have to stay in the nursing home, okay? So that means she has to give up everything that she's worked for. Her her place, she has to give it all up. And she was going through a major depression, Deborah, um, having to be confined to this nursing home. So it started off, okay, as, okay, network angels, what can we do to encourage this elderly person that now know, now has to stay in this nursing home? What can we do? So cards started flooding in, encouragement. Um, I let people be creative on how they want to meet the need. But one person in particular emailed me and said, hey, I'm in your area, and I want to go and read to this person. Every week I want to go and read to her. Well, we arranged that, and, and this person went in to read, and it turned out, it turned into a bigger thing where he was going to read to the entire nursing home every oh, wow. week. Mm. And from that, a church contacted me, and they wanted to go and minister. So now they're in there ministering to the nursing home every month. And then mm-hmm. another church wanted to come in, and now they're ministering every month. So it mm. turned into this swelling of, of, of good things. It becomes a, a way for people to help. What I do is, I, what I do is help people to help. So, so many people are so busy right now. They mm-hmm. want to help, but they don't know how. So right, and then you don't help. always know who to give because the large organizations, you know, you have. I know I, I sometimes have opinions about, um, you know, what what's really really going on uh, with with mm-hmm. the income. I mean, because if if only ten percent 
uh, is going to to the people uh, that they're in employed. I mean, especially if it's a huge organization. I mean, and they right. they have a lot of overhead. I mean, how right. much good you know is is your your uh, income doing there? So so you are you are you on the internet? You know, if someone yeah. has a need, do they do, do you have a website where they go and say I have a need, and you have a a, yeah. a place for people to say I want to fill a need? Yes. All people okay. have to do is go to www.dawnsangelwishnetwork.com. Mm-hmm. And that's Dawn with an S, dawnsangelwishnetwork.com. And you can send me an email um, through that network if you have a need. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you have a resource to share as well. You can okay. Do it just like that. So every every month, we fill a need. We've done everything from raise money for small nonprofit organizations to most recently um, one of the needs was a young lady uh, was in need of a kidney. And we were able to identify a potential kidney donor for her. So wow. I am most uh, proud of, of that. Also, um, another recent need, we found an organization in Kenya that was in need of, of Bibles and clothing and and items, um, they just didn't have anything. And we are um, in the process of sending a huge shipment to Kenya from all the network angels that responded to, to, to the call and donated all kinds of items for them. Um, mm. Every month is something different. I don't always like to do, you know, well, God, he doesn't always want us to get into just one rhythm. Sometimes right. it is providing encouragement. We had um, back in February, we had a, a wish. The, the 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 need was a young lady has this phenomenal gift of singing, beautiful singing voice, but she has some fear in stepping out there to get out there. So we put her on the network and asked our angels to provide some encouragement, give her some feedback. Do you have some mm-hmm. connections? What can you do? It can mm-hmm. be things like that uh, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so as, awesome. Go ahead. I'm sorry. As we move into the holiday season, um, our, our our need next month, we're going to be um, providing um, items, Christmas items for families. So um, we'll be we'll be putting that out there and asking our network angels to respond by donating toys, food items, um, making their donations through our network. So we do find these for you. Yes, absolutely. If you want to be a so, network angel, you can also uh-huh. um, come to the network, send me an email, and you will receive our mailings every month. Okay. So now uh, the, the mechanics of it, I guess, if if I wanted to donate and I'm here in uh, Washington and someone is in Alaska or, or what have you and you're there in Ohio area, so there is a way that they can do something online or they go directly to you know, to the families. You have all of that worked out as well. Yes, yes. Every okay. month if you sign up with me mm-hmm. to receive our network, um, to receive the need, you will mm-hmm. receive the, the, the written need in your inbox, and it will give you instructions okay. from there as to what okay. to do to meet the need. Okay, and, and, and they are able, are these things they're able to use also as a benefit of what the, the government offers as a tax write-off as well? Well, in in most cases, yes. 
Mm-hmm. For example, in October, our our wish was to Project Rise. That that's a an organization here that mm-hmm. helps um, homeless students. Mm-hmm. All donations are the checks that people write are directly written to Project Rise, so you will get a, a tax deduction from from them. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it is something similar to, um, let's say the need that we talked about before with the nursing home, mm-hmm. obviously there's not, right, not right. anything that we can do in terms right. of giving you a tax write-off for that. Right, um, right, But in right. most cases, yes, you will receive the okay. tax write-off for okay. for your donation. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, this is this is just great. We have none other than Ms. Dawn Mitchell of Dawn's Angel Wish Network. If you have a question you'd like to ask her more, please dial 347-838-9278 and press 1 so that we know that you have a question. We're going to take a, a, another short, quick break and come back, and we want to learn about this awesome story uh, with the Angel Coalition. I just think that that is just powerful what you're doing, and, and it sounds small but it is going to be so huge. We know it. We already know that. So hold one moment. We'll be right back. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. And yes, we are back live here with Wealthy Sisters and with our guest, Miss Dawn Mitchell, Dawn's Angel Wish Network. Uh, you can reach her. What is that web address again, Dawn? www.dawnsangelwishnetwork.com. Awesome, awesome. We definitely want everybody that's listening to tune in. We know that you are wanting to give back, and we're here celebrating the kickoff of the spirit of the season of where we all are able to take that time out and just to be thankful and grateful for so much and wanting and willing to share. And I'm telling you, boy, I'm so excited to everyone that's on the line. I'm telling you, we have one of the most powerful events that are coming your way. It's something that you have to experience. It's not something that you go to or you drop in on. It is going to be a life changing, phenomenal experience, and we're hoping that we'll see Miss Dawn there. You get a chance to meet so many and network with so many positive, progressive sisters. That is none other than the Winner's Summit, the Winner's now, the Winners Summit Conference and Expo held March 19th and 20th at the fabulous, newly renovated Hyatt Regency right downtown Baltimore in the harbor there. We are going to have an explosive time. I'm telling you, this event, we have over 250000 in cash and prizes. The grand cash prize is 2500 You can win a free makeover. Some of the topics are six-figure selling, the greenbacks and going green, money-making marketing, timeless principles of leadership, and so much more. I'm telling you, you want to go to thewinnersummit.com right now. Get registered, thewinnersummit.com. Invest in yourself. Say to yourself that you want to make 2010 the best of the beginning of the rest of your life. 
Be there. Don't waste your time. Get there right now. You can also uh, call the hotel. We have the number there. I should have had it in front of me. I apologize. You can call the Hyatt Regency. Go ahead and reserve your room. They don't ask for money now, but just reserve your hotel room. We have a limited number of rooms at the discounted rate. It's just going to be an awesome time there. When I tell you you want to experience this, We've got some of the best speakers coming all over from the country. I mean, from coast to coast, we have the best, nothing but the best there for you. So go. We're excited. Our new site is up, thewinnersummit.com. Get registered today. Now, Ms. Dawn, tell us about this Angels Network, this Angels Coalition. I mean, I remember when you were sharing with me, you said uh, you had the privilege of meeting, I guess, with uh, Russell Simmons and some other uh, powerful leaders who are very, very uh, philanthropic or uh, involved in the community as well. And tell us exactly what this is. Well, what, as let me just go back a little bit and say, you know, I want to encourage your listeners to just flow in your purpose, get in touch with that spirit, and let God mm-hmm. lead you because mm-hmm. you don't know what, is down the line. Mm-hmm. God might give you one step, but you don't know what the next step is going to be beyond that. And these steps build upon each other. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. If I hadn't stepped out and started doing Dawn's Angel Wish Network, it would not have led to what we're about to discuss next with the Angels Coalition. Now, because my because I was obedient even to God in calling my network Dawn's Angel Wish Network, I didn't even come up with that. He came up with that, okay? And that angel piece is key because now, as I'm doing Dawn's Angel Wish Network, I'm 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 sensitized to the angel theme, right? Right, right. So, so even down to the to the minutia even down to, to, to what your business should be called, listen to God. <laughs> so Everything day, is divinely inspired and ordered. It is. <laughs> yes. You, can, uh-huh. you don't know why. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. know. You, he's not going to tell you everything and all the mm-hmm. reasons when he gives mm-hmm. it to you. Mm-hmm. So one day I'm in the mall and I'm walking down the corridor and I look over into an empty storefront. But the empty storefront mm-hmm. has this four foot angel in it, a painting. And mm-hmm. I look and I see this painting, Deborah, and I'm telling you, this painting was the most this was the most beautiful angel I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life. It was so beautiful that it that I froze. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people were people were walking by me looking at me strange. <laughs> but I was just frozen because it was the spirit behind it that was grabbing me. And it had, the angel was there, and then there was a, the lady who painted it. Her bio was next to it. Right. And I stood there for about, I stood there for a long time looking at this angel. I said, wow, you know, I've got to connect with this lady. This is wow. absolutely gorgeous. And, and maybe, you know, I can tell her story on my angel network, okay? Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So, I went home and I found her and I emailed her and come to find out she had a gallery in that same mall that I, I didn't even know about. Wow. So I went and I met with her and 
it was a divine appointment, Deborah, that I meet with her. Wow. We ended up, God ended up giving us a uh, directive and giving us a an idea to do together, which we call the Angels Coalition. What we are doing is we're taking her angels. Um, one in particular is called the Peacekeeper. We're starting with one angel in particular called the Peacekeeper that she takes. Now, these angels are abstract. They don't look like anything else that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And we are taking these angels, and we are blowing them up the size of life. That's what I like to say, the size of mm-hmm. life. We're making them 40 by 50 feet. Wow. 40 by 50. 50 feet, and we are putting them in distressed communities, in buildings, in dis- on the side of buildings in distressed communities as a symbol of hope in those distressed communities. We so you got to like affix them to a wall or to the they stand or? To a building, okay, uh-huh, okay, okay, yes, okay. We find, we find the, the precise location, and we, um, we affix them to those buildings. Now, our opposition is busy. Mm-hmm. We are bombarded, Deborah, with all kinds of messages, day mm-hmm. in, day out, to the point where you become desensitized to the conditioning that's happening, the negative conditioning that's happening. Right. We are countering that. Right, right. The angel coalition is designed to counter that. Right. And we are putting up these angels as symbols of hope, symbols of hope to people that are distressed or or symbols of hope in distressed communities. Right. Crime-ridden areas. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, it's less likely that anything is going to happen when a 40 by 50 foot angel is is right there in that community. <laughs> that angel is watching over that community. Um, uh-huh. But it becomes it becomes an energetic kind of a symbol. The energy that's coming from it um, is going to affect the community, and so we've been. So it's different. Been, it's I'm totally sorry to different. cut you off. It's different because I know in, in a lot of in our communities we see tons and rows of of, of uh, worship places that has mm-hmm. the traditional symbols, and I mean right there they have to lock them up, board up, and you know do all types of things. What have you seen that's that's going to be different? I mean, is it because it's fresh? Because it's uh, is 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 something? I mean, what what? Because I know that's what some people are thinking. Well, you know, there are institutions right there in the middle of of all of that distress. Well, the one thing that makes it unique is the size of it. That's mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very big. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, this is an abstract image, um, mm-hmm. and number three, it is an angel. Most people mm-hmm. who don't even believe in God believe right. in angels. Right, okay, right, so angels right. Angels are non-denominational. And right. It's, just, it's a symbol. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the angels are so abstract, by the time you kind of, you have to stop and pause, and you will say, well, what is that? What is, okay, it? what is it? By the time you, that's all we want you to do. That's all we you want you to do. You might scare somebody in the middle of the night yes. and you're over there in the alley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm seeing exactly. stuff. 
Exactly, but you know what? The opposition, the opposition is bold. The That's right. The opposition is bold, very bold. That's right. Very That's right. crafty, very uh-huh. in your face, uh-huh. you know, and consistent. So we're uh-huh. countering that by uh-huh. we're going to put up these big abstract images mm-hmm. as symbols of hope. So in, in each community, we'll have a ceremony where we unveil the angels and we dedicate it to the community, or we give them to the cities so that the mm-hmm. cities the cities want to give the angel to their community as a gift, even in time just for Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. would be would be a great gift. And it will change the energy in that area, just as you put a picture up on your wall in your house. To change right. the energy in that room. Right. That is That's what right. we're doing with these angels. Wow, that is so awesome. Now you said that we only have about two minutes left. I want to wrap this up real quick because I want everybody to get what you what you are saying. Um, now you said you you had a, you got some serious backing here. You all had the opportunity to meet, I guess, with Russell Simmons and and some others um, in a quick second. Tell us how that's going to help you guys as well. Well, we, did, we we actually have a, a, a list of some heavy hitters that are looking mm-hmm. at this concept. I don't mm-hmm. want to give away all the details. Okay, 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 um, I got you. <laughs> but we are having some major meetings behind the scenes of uh-huh. people that are looking at this concept that are excited about it, that understand, uh-huh. they understand what it means. Energy, yes. The energy in the city. Yes, yes. And so uh-huh. look for us. Is look for us to come to a city near you very soon, very soon. We we, we want to do some things. Hopefully we will get our first one up before the end of the year uh, or at least by the end of the first quarter at the mm-hmm. very latest um, wow. of next year. But you can contact, wow. you can go, um, you can go to www.angelscoalition.com to get a feel for what we are talking about. And um, you can always uh, email me through the network if you are interested, too, in being a sponsor. Maybe you want to bring an angel to, to your community. Right, Maybe you right. um, have some ideas for us. Email me, and I will, I will share with you how you can get involved with uh, becoming a partner and bringing an angel wow. to your community. Well, Dawn, you have just been an awesome joy today. The chat room is lovely. The phone lines, people are, uh, are buzzing about what you're saying. You've done exactly what we knew you would do today is share some awesome information. Congratulations on being obedient and on all of your success with Dawn's Angels Wish Network and the New Angel Coalition. We're so excited to be able to uh, know you, and we look forward to greater things to come. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. Again, this is Deborah Hardnett, and we are excited about next week. Tune in. Please make us your favorite. We have one of the most phenomenal women you ever want to meet. She is a top producer in the industry of network marketing. She is, I'm telling you, I met her almost, I guess, 20 years ago, and she is doing it. She and her husband, they are uh, just making 
several, several digits. Let me just put it to you like that. They are a past uh, millionaire doing great things, and uh, Ms. Tasha Carter is going to be with us next week. So once again, this has been Deborah Hartnett with another great episode of Wealthy Sisters. Make sure you go to visit thewinnersummit.com. We want to see all of you there March 19th and 20th. I promise you, you have my money-back guarantee that this will be an event you will be grateful that you attended. So with all that said, everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will definitely hear you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.